Mayor Lightfoot just wrapped up her 2023 budget address. One of the biggest takeaways, no property tax hike. The address kicks off weeks of budget hearings ahead of a vote on the spending plan later this year. And joining us now with more details is WBEZ city government reporter Mariah Wolfel. Hey, Mariah. Hey, how's it going? Going well. So we're going to talk through the biggest points in the budget in just a second, Mariah. But was there anything right off the bat in the budget that surprised you? Well, the the biggest question was whether there was what the property tax increase was going to be. So that's been looming for, you know, a, a month or so now. And Lightfoot did, you know, kind of scoop herself last week and, and announced that news by saying that there would not be new a new property tax uh, increase. Um, so that was kind of the, the big news that people would have been looking out for. Mm-hmm. There are some surprises. Um, Lightfoot's going to propose proposing around two hundred million dollars. Oh, excuse me, I am at City Hall. You're still at City Hall. That's that's no no, no problem. <laughs> we get it. Uh, so the mayor is proposing two hundred uh, around two hundred million to pay up front pension obligations um, for years ahead. And so that would put the city, there's a lot of questions about that, but that would put the city in a better fiscal, a fiscally responsible place, Lightfoot says, to not only meet its obligated pension mm-hmm. payments, but also make payments ahead of time. I see. Well, you know, she bragged that this year's budget has the lowest deficit in recent history, which seems like a lot to me. So can you just put that in perspective? Um, sorry, could you repeat that, Sasha? The mayor bragged that this year's budget has the lowest deficit in recent history. Right, right, right. $128 million deficit. So to put that into context, the mayor during COVID-19 uh, 2020 was dealing with more than a $1 billion budget deficit. And so she says historically this is the lowest budget deficit in recent memory. She says um, that that's due to fiscal responsibility under her administration. The way that she's going to close that gap um, this year, she says, is, is through increased better-than-expected revenue projections mm-hmm. um, that, you know, have come on, that, are, that she's expecting next year as the city kind of opens back up. People are staying in hotels. They're spending more money after, you know, the hopefully the worst of the COVID-19 pandemic is over. Um, and then we've also got $40 million from an upfront payment from the upcoming casino that, uh, you know, is supposed to open its doors in 2026. The developers of the casino paid the city an upfront $40 million sum. And so that's going to be going towards um, closing that budget gap, the mayor says. And so those are all things that will help the city fund its personnel, uh, pay for some extra social service programs, and then also um, and then make its pension payments, you know, uh, to fund its retiree, um, retirees. Yeah. Well, as, as we mentioned, the mayor initially proposed a 2.5% hike in property taxes, but she ended up not including that in her budget address this year. So we're clear, Mariah, wh- why not? So that is part of this better-than-expected revenue, according to the mayor's office. That's, I mean, that's the long, wonky answer. We could go through that. The short answer is it's an election year. The mayor did not want to propose a property tax increase on voters who are going to go to the ballot box and decide whether to give her another four years. Um, you know, that's a classic move. Uh, and, and the mayor had previously said it would be easy in a re-election year to not propose a property tax increase, saying that she might propose a modest one, but then ended up you know, after public criticism by some of her 
um, allies on the city council themselves saying, you know, don't do this during while we're still recovering from the pandemic. Also, inflation is historically high. Um, you know, we shouldn't do this to residents. The mayor's up for re-election. And, you know, you have to remember dozens of aldermen are seeking re-election, too. Mm-hmm. They have to approve this budget. So public criticism of the mayor's property tax increase would have put her in a peculiar position of, of a very narrow vote if, if she'd even be able to get a budget with a property tax increase passed. The mayor is also taking some budget funding to support migrants who are bused here from Texas. Let's listen. Given the recent increase and the need for resources available to support migrants coming to Chicago, we have um, asked for in this budget $5 million to support that work and other contingencies. What contingencies is she talking about, Mariah? Well, the the mayor is proposing, yeah, $5 million, as she said, um, and she's promised this funding for um, migrants coming to Chicago. Chicago's gotten, you know, nearly a couple, nearly about 2,000 migrants from Texas, um, and so that's a lot of resources needed. She is asking for more uh, help from the federal government, and, you know, I think she kind of alluded to the fact that she would like to give more, you know, than $5 million, but... You know, the city just can't do it all on its own, and she wants um, more aid from, from Congress. I see. The mayor's increasing police spending again. What did she propose there? Um, so the police, the city will spend $1.94 billion on police if this spending plan is approved. Um, you know, that's not including, like, overtime for police officers that will also, you know, uh, have to come out of the budget next year, but um, that's a bit of an increase from last year's 1.87-ish uh, billion dollars the city um, allocated for police, and you know it's about a 17% increase since Lightfoot has taken office. I think when she started, it was around 1.6, 1.7 billion dollars, and so. The mayor has always been very outspoken about the fact that she feels it's important to invest in police. Um, she denounces the phrase defund the police. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, she, she also, in the same hand, says she doesn't want to police her way out of Chicago's violence program. She wants to invest her way out of it in communities and violence prevention. Yeah, but, yes, the, yeah. this will be a point of criticism um, in the next few weeks as aldermen debate the budget and by activists. Um, who just think that funding should be spent elsewhere. Uh, The mayor says that will, in 2023, go towards trying to um, better the police department's clearance rate, which is the rate at which, you know, they solve murders and and crimes. And, um, you know, it's pretty low in the Chicago Police Department. And she also says that will go towards recruiting. You know, the police department is understaffed as, you know, our, our many police departments across the country, I believe. Right. And so she also thinks that that will go forward. Well, let, let's hear a little bit more of what Mayor Lightfoot had to say about this. The current recruiting trends are on track to yield the largest year of academy co- uh, recruits and largest mem- in recent memory, larger than the so-called surges in 2017 or 2018. Anything else you can share on this front, Mariah? Um, no, just that, just that, uh, she's facing a lot of criticism from other mayoral candidates who, um, believe that there, while she wants to recruit, um, while she wants to recruit more police, 
officers, there are still many vacancies, and there are people who are skeptical she'll be able to do so, given the fact that um, police are, it's, it's a hard time to be a police officer. Gotcha. Well, you mentioned a moment ago about uh, some of the violence prevention initiatives, right, including uh, investing another $100 million across the city. Did she talk any more about where those investments went? Like, was it the north side, south side? I think that those are going to be questions that we're going to hear a lot about in the next three weeks as department officials come in and testify before Chicago aldermen about where, because last year we got, you know, nearly $1.9 billion in federal COVID-19 relief funding. Aldermen have been, um, you know, attending hearings on where that funding is going and millions of dollars of that went to violence prevention. And so a lot of those questions are going to come out in hearings in the next few weeks about how that funding has been allocated, how it's been going. You know, a lot of it went to community organizations. But that funding, the city can spend until 2026. So this budget is still propped up by that nearly, you know, $2 billion in federal COVID funding. And mm-hmm. the, mayor's, the mayor's budget office, I think, is going to seek to really outline where that funding has gone and where it will go in the next couple of years in this, um, you know, budget process that's now being kicked off. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. If you're just joining us, we're talking to WBEZ city government reporter Mariah Wolfel about the mayor's annual budget address, which he delivered to city council this morning. So Mayor Lightfoot mentioned a few affordable housing and homelessness prevention investments included in the budget. Let's listen to that. We're continuing to make investments across the continuum of prevention and response support, including shelter services, shelter infrastructure, outreach, prevention, rapid rehousing, wraparound services, and permanent supportive housing. Remind us, Mariah, how much of the budget she's dedicating to this? I think she's, so I think she's proposing around $155 million in uh, additional, you know, investments, she calls them, in affordable housing. And part of that is going to include one thing that she uh, talked about today. It was $3 million to launch the, like, first-of-its-kind tiny homes program in the city of Chicago, uh, presumably that's going to be a part of an affordable housing initiative. Um, and then she's proposing, you know, $200 million for homeless prevention. Now, prevention advocates are currently downstairs in City Hall. Homeless prevention advocates are in the lobby of City Hall right now calling for further investments, um, that, that this, you know, isn't nearly enough to, uh, to solve the city's homeless problem. But, um, but, yeah, so more to, more to come on that. What did the mayor have to say about her office for climate and environmental equity? So this is a new office she's proposing that she kind of unrolled today. I think it's going to have around um, six employees. So this is a step up from the one, you know, environmental commissioner in the mayor's office that currently exists. But it seems to be one step down from um, the Department of climate and the Department of Environment that activists have been pushing for. So this would be an office in, in, within the mayor's office. So it's not exactly what activists have been calling for within the entire department. All right. Well, the mayor is also dedicating part of the city's budget toward reproductive health support. Let's listen to that. This $3 million investment is a result of consultation with reproductive health care providers across the city and increased needs that they are facing on a daily basis. So it sounds like she, she worked with community members on that number, right? What else did she say about how those funds would be spent? You know, 
the details are really light on that right now. Okay. The mayor, um, a few, you know, when Roe versus Wade was overturned, she came out with an announcement of $500,000 in funding, and that was to go to uh, people coming to Chicago to seek an abortion support for them. So think of like a hotel room or, you know, I don't know, an Uber from from their hotel to uh, to a clinic um, to and, and, and also connecting um, organizations with people seeking abortion. And so if you think in those terms, it might some of those dollars might boost that five hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollar funding source. But um, details still to come on what that three million will be spent on exactly. So tell us what's next, Mariah. When, when are the budget hearings and how long are they supposed to last? So these will last you know, two two to three weeks, um, and there'll be very long days, you know, eight to ten hour days of, of aldermen questioning department officials, you know, think the police department, streets and sanitation, transportation department, um, where leaders will come in and talk about what they've spent their money on last budget, what are updates on the programs and the issues aldermen asked about last year, uh, you know, why aren't their residents getting garbage cans in time, like those sorts of nitty-gritty issues. Um, and then aldermen will need to vote on the budget by the end of this year. It looks like they might be aiming to do it by the end of this month, um, but we'll see how that goes. We'll leave it there for now. Mariah Wolfel is WBEZ's city government reporter. Thank you so much. Thanks, Sasha.